0: Welcome to our pre-recorded worship service for April 25th, 2021. This is the fourth Sunday in Easter. We are coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida, and we are delighted that you have joined us to worship God. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And now as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship, let us listen to the prelude.
1: How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity it is like the precious oil on the beard running down upon the beard on the beard of Aaron it is like the dew of Mount Hermon which falls on the mountain of Zion for there the Lord ordained his blessing life forevermore let us worship God
2: merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He draws close to all who call on him in truth, and he listens to our cries for help. So let us come boldly into his presence and confess our sins. Eternal God, in whom we live and move and have our being, whose face is hidden from us our sins, and whose mercy we forget in the blindness of our hearts, cleanse us from all of our offenses, and deliver us from proud thoughts and vain desires, that with reverent and humble hearts we may draw near to you, confessing our faults, confiding in your grace, and finding in you our refuge and strength, through Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who in his great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all, with hearty repentance and true faith, turned to him. He tells us that our prayers do result in his abundant mercy, in his pardon and his confirming and his strengthening for service. So, friends, believe the good news of the gospel in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Now I invite us to join together in declaring your faith through the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. And now in this time of the service, we come to the point of passing the peace. We look forward to that day when together we can pass each other the peace of God's love.
3: Well, welcome again to worship here at Church of the Palms. We're so glad that you have joined us. It has been a big weekend for us here at Church of the Palms, especially for our student ministry, as we've had the chance to introduce our new student and family ministry director, Connor Peters. Connor is soon to finish his training in youth ministry at Austin Theological Seminary. He and his wife Megan will be moving to town in early June permanently and thanks to the generosity of one of our families, they have a place to live for the summer while they look for their own home. Connor comes to town this weekend came to town this weekend to spend time with families in our ministry. Yesterday they had a great kayaking and beach party and today They will spend time with our middle school students and high school students, and this evening he will be present at the dedication of our outdoor worship space in the back of the Palm Center, to which you are all invited at 615 this evening, right behind the Palm Center as we dedicate that beautiful space. You'll see more information about Connor in our bulletin and on our website. Also this weekend, we've released another wonderful Today service. You can find that on our website, YouTube channel, or Facebook page. A wonderful resource for your worship and reflection all through the week. Are you a storyteller or a writer, or are you interested in world mission? Our Global Partners Committee is looking for someone who might feel called in helping them tell the story of the great partnerships we have with folks all around the world, Bulgaria, Iraq, Lebanon, Honduras, Amakali, here in Sarasota, you name it. Sarah Sobolewski would love to talk to you and just give her a call at the church office and we can find out if that is a ministry that fits for you. On May the 10th at 6 p.m. we will be discussing Jamar Tisby's great book How to Fight Racism. We will be joined in our discussion by Reverend Calvin Lumpkin from Light of the World Church and members of that congregation. You can register on our website for this Zoom call discussion. I'd like now to invite Minky Brown to come up here for a moment. Many of you know that Dr. Brown has been on our staff for many years, eight years exactly, and we all agree that it's been an amazing eight years in watching Mingi build and inspire an amazing congregational care ministry, deacons, grief support, visitation, home communion, Stephen ministry, small groups, the list goes on and on and on. Many of you know that years and years ago, the session adopted a sabbatical policy to give your pastors a chance to enjoy a Sabbath season of rest, regeneration and restoration. It's our way of keeping our pastors going strong and staying long. I took mine about five years ago and it was such a blessing. Well, last year was supposed to be the year that Mingy was to take her sabbatical and she was ready to go, but alas, something called COVID came along. So she delayed it a year and now she gets to go. She begins her time away on May the 1st and will be returning on August the 16th. And we intend this to be a real sabbatical for her, which means that she doesn't get to play pastor for the next 15 weeks. She takes off that hat and none of us get to put it back on. We have three pastors who will be here to care for everybody and we are delighted that she will be free to dabble in anything that she desires to feed her body, mind, and spirit. She's even going to be doing some work on liturgical resources for the church. You may be tempted to call her, email her, text her, stop by the house. You may want her to stop and see you in the hospital or respond to the death of a loved one, but all those things are what we are really asking Mingy not to do. This is her time not to be thinking about things COP. We give her full permission to not be Reverend Brown or Dr. Brown and to abide by the spirit of Sabbath. Mingi, we pastors here are, are a little worried about filling your shoes, but we're also very excited that you are doing what the church has told you to do, which is to rest rest, and relax. And to that end, allow me to pray for you. And normally I would come over and put my hands on you, but we know we're not supposed to do that with COVID, so uh, allow me to pray for you at a distance. Let us pray. Gracious God, you thought rest important enough that you rested on the seventh day of creation, and you commanded us to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. We rejoice with our sister in Christ and celebrate the sabbatical season that she so richly deserves. We pray that you will bring your spirit upon her in these months, that she might be restored and recreated for the journey ahead. Bless her with insight and sleep and fun, and food, and laughter, and not having to go to staff meetings, and reading books she most wants to read, and swimming in the pool, and watching movies, and gardening, and painting, and traveling. Allow her mind and heart to grow, and grow, and grow. Fill her cup that it might overflow with joy, and cascade back into our lives here at COP. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Blessings, my dear sister. Have a great time away. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, last week in commemoration of Earth Day, we showed you a little video giving thanks for the beautiful 200-plus-year-old oak tree that we have in our courtyard. But we didn't have the time to rejoice in the beauty of the rest of our campus. So welcome to part two put together by our talented Matt Liddell.
0: I think stewardship is one of the most important things that we're called to do as um, God's children, not even just Christians, right? Because this goes back to the very beginning of creation when God asks us, maybe commands us even, to care for, have dominion over, but to care for all of God's creation. Oliver Sacks wrote, I cannot say exactly how nature exerts its calming and organizing effects on our brains. In many cases, Gardens and nature are more powerful than any medication. I know that when I'm in nature, there's a part of me that comes alive um, that doesn't come alive in any other way. And I know that something comes from God. And I think it instills in me, at least, this um, energy to want to take care of more and more of god's creation and i want to do that because i'm a child of god and because god created the world and god said hey Lori, i want you to take care of it you know i think we are like so blessed because our courtyard is one of the most beautiful that i've ever seen just to step onto this campus to have the beautiful memorial wall behind and of course the tree um is just amazing but the shade and the grass and we have this beautiful space behind the palm center and right now it's mostly a wide open field Um, we have an outdoor worship space and we've got a fire pit and there's a gaga ball pit but there are hopes and dreams of creating things at that space that help more and more people experience God. We talk about having a walking trail someday, so walking and talking in fellowship, praying, meditating. I believe that nature calls to something in us that is very deep, and I think, you know, that calling comes from God, and that because the calling comes from God, we are, um, we have a responsibility I think that's the main thing, is that we have a responsibility to care for this great gift that God gave us.
4: Leave me
3: It is my pleasure to introduce, introduce to you our newest family here at Church of the Palms. These good folks have met with Dr. Brown over the last couple of weeks and learned about our life here and have decided to reaffirm their faith and join our mission to love God and love neighbor. Welcome to the Mets family, Patty and Joe and their two wonderful sons, Noah and Elijah. They are new to Sarasota and we are sure glad they found us. Welcome to our life together. While Dr. Brown is gone, if you'd like to inquire about becoming a member here, please contact Reverend Haas, Lori Haas, and she will arrange for one of the pastors to meet with you and receive you into membership. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, as we bow our heads in prayer, we remember Jesus telling us that we ought always to pray. We are to pray without ceasing that life itself is to be a prayer and we know O oh God that your encouragement to pray is not because you need it you don't need our prayers we need our prayers for it is our prayers that place us into the great rhythm of life the great rhythm of your spirit the great rhythm of father son and Holy Ghost We want to dance as you dance. We want to flow as you flow. We want to speak as you speak. We want to love as you love. For you, you only know what life is about. You created this world and this universe in a sacred balance, in a web of dependency. Every atom precious, every molecule with a purpose, every being a gem, teach us that like a precious piece of art, we are to handle all life with care. For life is fragile, and all of life needs our gentleness. So help us to be gentle. Help us to be gentle with each other, to be gentle with your creation, to be gentle with our neighbors. Help us even to be gentle with our enemies. For all of life is tenuous and breakable and needs the gentle embrace of your children. We hear you, Father. We hear your spirited voice as if speaking to a toddler holding an infant. Gentle, you say. Be gentle. We rejoice in our new friends who have joined our church. Bless them as they join us on the path and help us to support them as they grow in love with you and with your people. We pray for these fragile times These times when the web of the world ripples with the news of each day. Headlines make some cheer and others jeer. We need each other, and yet we have trouble holding on to each other. Help us, O God, not to let go, not to let go, not to let go. For in Christ all things hold together. May it be so. amen well Church of the Palms seeks every day to do its part in helping the world to hold together a bag of food a day of hope a listening ear a beautiful piece of music a devotion at midday a child learning about Jesus we are the body of Christ and in Christ all things hold together the giving options are on your screen And in this moment of gratitude, let us give thanks for what God has done and for what God wishes to do through us.
5: He's got all the power in his hands. He's got all the power in his hands. He's got all the power in his hands. He's got me sister in his hands he's got the little baby in his hands he's got the whole world in his
2: pray. Lord God, we thank you for your faithfulness to us during these times, for the generosity of our people and the efforts they expend to assure that offerings and tithes get to their church for the work of your kingdom. May all of these gifts given with love enable the church of Jesus, our church, to become increasingly your instrument of love, of care, and of growth in you. We pray this in the name of your beloved son.
1: Amen.
0: I'd like to invite the children to come forward. We are recording this worship service on Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. And today is a special day. Do you know why? I'm gonna give you a clue because it's Earth Day now Earth Day isn't on our church calendar like Epiphany or Pentecost or Easter but maybe it should be in Genesis we read how God created the earth the water and the land and the plants and the trees and all those really cool animals and when God finished that you know what God said This is good. And then God created people, and he said, hey, people, I want you to take care of each other and of everything I created. And then God took a look at it, and you know what God said? This is very good. Very good is like an A-plus from God. Well, I started thinking about our mission statement. You know how we love God and love neighbor? And I wondered if maybe we should add the earth to that. Love God, love neighbor, love earth. Because when we love something, we try to take really good care of it, don't we? So I started to think of some ideas of how you could take care of the earth. Simple things like You could conserve water when you're brushing your teeth just to turn the faucet off. Or save electricity by turning off the lights and the TV when you leave the room. Or when you're drawing or making pictures to use both sides of the paper. Or you could do something that I always love to do, and that is to pick up trash along the way so we keep God's earth nice and clean and beautiful. But you know, I think the most important thing that you can do and even that we adults can do, is to keep learning about the earth and then talk to God about how God might want to use us to help take care of it. I am so grateful for this amazing place that God created for us to live. I don't know about you, but I want to get an A-plus from God for doing my part to taking care of it. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you for your creative hand, for the way you made such an amazing place for us to live. Open our eyes, Lord, and show us how you want us each to do our part to take care of all of your creation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
4: as
1: first of our scripture reading is Psalm 24, verses 1 through 6. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For he has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully they will receive blessing from the lord and vindication from the god of their salvation such is the company of those who seek him who seek the face of god of jacob philippians chapter 4 verses 1 verses 4 to 9 philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 9 is our second passage the apostle Paul says rejoice in the Lord always again I will say rejoice let your gentleness be known by everyone the Lord is near do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our salvation. Amen. Our small groups have been studying scriptures about gentleness, a fruit of the Spirit. Gentleness has been our theme for the whole month of April. One of the most profound passages on gentleness is found in the Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4. He says, rejoice in the Lord always again, I will say rejoice, let your gentleness be known by everyone. I have come to think that there is a connection between power and gentleness. Gentleness is having power, yet choosing to be kind and life-giving. A few years ago, when we lived in Houston, Texas, my friend Susan came to visit me. One morning, we saw a little baby gecko in my kitchen and I brought a weapon, a, a tool to kill it. Susan said to me very strongly, put away your weapon and bring your soft broom. So I gave her my soft broom, and she took half an hour, painstakingly long, to me to get the little gecko out of the kitchen into the outside. So I said to Susan, why would you do that? She said, because I can. not And then I said, that gecko doesn't belong in my kitchen. Susan said, you're right. The little guy does not belong in your kitchen, but he is lost and probably afraid, looking for his family. Now he's safe and sound, probably reunited with his family and friends. I was totally humbled. After an absence for four years, Will and I returned for a time to Louisville, Kentucky. I had been their associate pastor serving a church for almost 10 years previously. One of my best friends there in Louisville was Ruth. She was a native and her family has been in Kentucky for generations. When Ruth and I got together again, she gave me a very long hug and said, welcome home to the soil. I was deeply moved for Ruth. I was now a native of Kentucky soil. No matter where I went in Ruth's Kentucky, I would be at home. With her gentle words of welcome, Ruth was saying, I belonged in Kentucky, a right to claim the best of what Kentucky have to offer is now mine. Ruth's welcome of me was an act of gentleness, a native of Kentucky welcoming an outsider to be a person of the soil. It also happened, it so happened that the next year, Will and I were made Kentucky colonels by the governor at the request of the church Will was serving in South Frankfurt. It certainly was a great honor like Ruth's welcome was. I hear the same understanding of the gentle goodness of home soil in Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. The land is to be cherished and loved. Part of what makes us feel welcome in God's world is the goodness of the soil in which God places us. And I hear that goodness in Genesis chapter 1, verse 10, where God looks at the newly created land and said that was good, as we heard it in Pastor Laurie's children's sermon. For me, Ruth's words of welcome home to the soil remind me of how the apostle Paul says to the Philippians, rejoice in the Lord always, let your gentleness be known to everyone. He didn't say this to just certain people, but he said to everyone, the Lord is near. He told them not to worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving to let their requests be known to God. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, Paul said. The apostle Paul's message to the Philippians is the same message to you and to me today, here and now. We are in different kinds of crisis and struggles in different parts of the world now, but the message is the same. We are urged to trust God, to know that God is always near, to remember to give thanks to God and to make our request known to God in prayer, and to let our gentleness be known to everyone. Worrying does not help or bring any good thing to anyone, but we are to have faith in the powerful and gentle God we worship. In Matthew chapter six, verses 25 through 29, Jesus said, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Can can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. In Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23, the Apostle Paul talks of amazing variety of the fruits of the Spirit. He said, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, generosity, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It is not that we should practice just one of the fruits of the Spirit. God has given all of them to each and every one of us to practice. Roots, welcome of me home to the soil made a gentle welcome for me in Kentucky. Similarly, Paul helps the church welcome people of widely different backgrounds to one church home. He helps us to welcome others in the name of Christ to the soil of a common congregation. Remember that in Philippians chapter 4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always, again I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. For Paul, everyone means literally everyone. In Galatians chapter three, verse 28, Paul says, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, but one in Christ Jesus. We are called to the soil of being united, one community, created by the one God made into one people in the one name of Jesus. For the good of the oneness of the world, God loves. We are not to be anxious for the work is God's. The message is God's and the spirit is God's. Before ending today's sermon, I would like to get a little personal and ask for your gentleness towards me during this coming summer. As Pastor Steve very kindly explained and prayed for me earlier, I will be gone on sabbatical from May 1st to August 15th. I will most likely be seen physically here and there in town as it is difficult to travel in this pandemic. I will not be doing my normal work in this time and will not be responsive to pastoral calls. You have three very able and wonderful pastors to care for you. I ask for your forgiveness in advance for not doing that kind of work, the good work. All of this is a part of the gift of the generousness of this church, Church of the Palms for me. I will be doing a lot of reading and studying, among many other things, taking naps and relaxing, gardening, painting, cooking, eating, and a lot of other fun stuff. I will also be enjoying writing a liturgical resource for the whole next year of 52 Sundays. So pray for me that I don't only play. My plan is to return to you at the end, spiritually refreshed physically rested, feeling new joy in serving you and serving God and God's people with you with energy, intelligence, imagination, and love. I thank you for this sabbatical gift. One of my favorite Tezé chants came from this Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 9 passage. It goes like this in the lord i'll be ever thankful in the lord i will rejoice lift, look to god do not be afraid lift up your voices the lord is near lift up your voices the lord is near knowing the lord is near is a great encouragement encouragement for practicing gentleness my friend ruth has found a new home beyond life in kentucky as she has gone home to god still when god calls me home to heaven i expect to see ruth and hear her say again welcome home to the soil mingy welcome home to the soil thanks be to god amen go in peace and let your gentleness be known to everyone. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you now and always, amen.